I'm David Matson, and this is Primetime 89. A chance for me to visit and talk story, check in and catch up with classmates from a generation ago, finding out how they're doing, where they are, how they got there, and what experiences they've had along the way. Recently, I connected with Joby Tom and her husband, Travis, who live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joby grew up as Joby Tong, and for those of us who knew her in passing in the halls, smart and sweet may be what comes to mind. But she also has a great sense of humor, and she's successful and hardworking. And she's not even Filipino. Growing up on the windward side of the island, in a good neighborhood, with close family and always great food, she had all the ingredients for a successful start in life. But I'm sure she'd agree that attending Kamehameha has added meaning to her life in ways that endure. My kako. Hi, everyone. Hi, David. How are you? Oh. Well, yeah. Aupu, same, same. Yeah. Mahalo. Yeah, doing well. It's a beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous day in the Bay Area. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Best every darn day, right? This morning, we would have thought we were in the Antarctic. However, <laughs> the fog rolled out. It's blue skies. I'm like looking out of my office window and it's gorgeous. I can see like all the way far out. I can see across the way to Oakland. So don't be fooled. We are in the Bay Area. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So you can see the airport and all of that too. Yes. We can totally see the, the planes coming in. So when family and friends come to visit, like I see you, I'll be right there. It will only take me 10 <laughs> minutes to come down. I'll just roll down and put the, put my car in neutral, roll down the hill and come and get them at SN Falls. <laughs> let's get rocking and rolling, man. Let's, let's do this, David Matson. Let's do this, Dr. Matson. <laughs> Joby grew up in Kaneohe and recalls for us some of what she remembers of the before times of cow pastures, of New Year's Eve on their street, and of great home-cooked food. So how was it like growing up in Kaneohe side? Oh my gosh, it was, you know what, Kaneohe is always going to be in here, 96744. Um, what kind of memories do you have of your childhood there? Family, definitely, um, like lived not too far away. Um, my cousins lived like right over, right over the hill. You know, we could ride bike to each other's homes at which we did often. All the sports were in Kaneohe, you name it. And then I had a younger brother who played every sport. So we were at all the parks. After years and years are going by, everyone recognizes each other, right? You know, their siblings, you know, their parents, auntie and uncle. Sure. Kaneohe, I gotta say, um, the best bakery. Oh my gosh, Deluxe Bakery, are you kidding me? They make the best long johns there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know if you remember what Shakey's was, but Shakey's was like this happening pizza parlor place. Windward Mall came up, you know, and, and it was like a cow pasture um, before. It's open ground. We'd walk past it, and then we'd walk to Kaia um, Elementary School, and so you're like, ooh. So you remember the before times, huh? Yes. So to remember that far back, it's pretty cool, you know. To, to be part of the change of the landscape and everything. So were there family get-togethers where you guys would like set off fireworks on uh, oh my yes. New Year's Eve and stuff? Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, how are we not getting in trouble for all of this? It was like, who can have the loudest 
the most 10,000s <laughs> on the block. Who can do that? You couldn't see. The entire streets were red, red, right, from all the, the 10,000s going off. And, sure. you know, then we'd sweep everything up and make those little shoo-shoo babies, you know, with, from all the, the remaining, like, dust and stuff. Everyone actually always came to Blossom's house, to my mom's place, all the time. Her doors were always open. She always cooked everything. She was famous, you know, don't bring anything, you know, just come. People would stop by throughout the evening and yeah. Family central. Pretty much because we had family that also lived on the mainland. And when they would come home for holidays and so forth, they knew they were going to be at our place. They knew that they were going to be at Tongs. So everyone would congregate at our place. What's your comfort food? You know, my comfort food is anything from Blossoms Okazuya. So Blossoms my mom, anything, anything from her kitchen, like anything. It could be, it could be sliced carrots. But for my mom, like growing up, she always made us like Japanese. I'm sorry, actually, wait, wait, wait a minute. You named your mother's kitchen. <laughs> you, you named it Blossoms Okazuya. It's, this isn't a business, right? This is the kitchen in her home. My mom is Blossom, but... Because when she, whenever she would cook for us, like, it was like, you know, we always had musubi, we always had, you know, the rolled egg, we always had spam musubi or, you know, teriyaki hot dog or something, you know, like, or sushi or maki sushi, she would just like be in there, or she would make us like, just crazy. I, I'd be on a field trip, embarrassed to open my lunch because I knew what was inside. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, hmm. I open up my Tupperware container. Of course, the round one with the the imprint. You know, you pop up and then I have musubi. I get shapes, you know, and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, obviously I get fried chicken. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like for a child. This is for a child on a field trip. One day, not the kind week long. No, I'm like, wow. And I look, she wrapped our Hawaiian son guava, paso guava, right? That's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would look at my deluxe lunch. I'm like, OMG, what is going on? I'm like, so embarrassed. And I, I hide over here and I eat my sandwich, you know, because everybody gets sandwich, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, so yeah, from like, I coined her place like Blossoms Okazuya because she just like, and she can like whip it up like that. And she's out, up at the crack of dawn, like at four anyway, or three or whatever time they get up. So you, said, you, you realize how lucky you were then to have that kind of food. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do. We, yeah, we do. Um, and now Travis gets the benefit from it. He loves it. How do you, how do you take your eggs? Me and eggs, we are one. We are one. I love all types of eggs, but scrambled's my favorite. Yeah. Scrambled, scrambled, scrambled. And I love poached eggs. Oh my gosh, I love poached eggs. Poached eggs are they're bomb. They're bomb. Uh, how do you eat your poached eggs? Do you eat it with anything on it or just like out of a bowl and you just um on toast? On Check. toast and then or like you know, if you slice open an avocado. Mm -hmm. um, you take out that that ball inside. You put the yeah. poached egg right inside. Boom! It's just so it's it's really good. It's really good. In an avocado, huh? Mm. You're just getting yeah. kind of next level. You're kind of a little bit. That is the next level. Okay, okay. I love that. I love that answer. I've never heard of egg in an avocado. Because it's so. I tell you, and it's pretty. Talk yeah. about all the colors. It's pretty. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of make the kind fancy on a white plate. Got to be one white plate. 
so she you know yeah but you know put little some garlic some little some paprika whatever on top oh come on now it's kind of du jour <laughs> What, what, what about, even don't even talk to me about food david i'm like a sweet girl i love food okay. that, that is a okay that isn't an issue that i've been dealing with my whole life but in food this travis, uh, how does travis take his eggs he likes scrambled eggs and he can make a mean scrambled egg he can um he's more he likes omelets yeah but he likes, he likes like a, he likes scrambled eggs. Oh, actually, I, you know, I feel like I'm on, on a game show, you know, like you have to hold up the card and then you have to answer and you match them to your, your spouse and then you, you get the gong. Yeah. Um, he likes over easy. I should know that with a little bit, small kind of yoke, a little bit running, like I guess yeah. local style, that kind, you know, but. Is this manly? This manly because you burn oh, both sides. Is it manly? Is it manly? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna have that kind of an egg with the yolk running, you better have one nice, soft, fluffy bowl of rice underneath. Otherwise, don't bother. Just don't even bother, because yeah. if that yolk cannot soak into something, yeah, you just why bother? Yes, <laughs> yes. Rice, um, toast. That that that's another good oh. condiment for for running. Um, yes. Yes. Then you got to have uh, Portuguese sausage or the, the mainland equivalent is the kielbasa. Kielbasa is good stuff. Um, I think in Chinese, lap chong. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, that's the other best sausage is, is the lap chong. Yeah, I, yeah. I forget. You steam rice, you make the rice, you put the lap chong inside what? when it's just pao, when yeah. just pao, right? And then boom, instant meal. That, that's what my grandmother always used to do. I'm like, why is there sausage on the rice? I can't eat this. This rice tastes different now. Your last name is Tong. What's your ethnicities? So dad's side, Hawaiian Chinese. And like, if you look at him, he looks extremely Hawaiian. My mom always says, oh my gosh, I married Kamehameha. I said, Ma, you really did. <laughs> like this, he's, he's so, he's very Hawaiian looking. <laughs> like, and then my mom's side, she's Portuguese, Hawaiian mostly. Yeah. She's, I don't know, she's like 65 or whatever percent or something. And then she's Portuguese, very proud to be, Japanese, and then French and English. Oh, Dave, you know, it's so funny when people say, oh, you look so exotic. I'm like, oh gosh, please stop it. Um, people in the mainland think that I'm the one with the Filipino blood and-, and No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, okay. I, I don't have a drop of Filipino. My wife, who you've met, she's like the Polynesian one. So no I mean, I, I guess depending on your perspective. And, and he's the one, yeah, but- Travis is Filipino? Oh my gosh, I know, right? Don't take the DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> because it will reveal to you things you may not want to know. <laughs> I'm serious, you know. Oh my gosh, we do that. We'll take a walk down memory lane with Joby, and you'll see how I land an invitation only seat in the best eatery in town. Prior to Kamehameha, what school did you attend? Where did you go? Oh my goodness, I went to King Intermediate. In Kaneo, okay, the Cobras, King Zoo, yes. <laughs> I went there for seven and eight, and it was such a good school. There's about 10 of us that went to, to King that got into Kamehameha. Faith Chang, I was a good friend of hers in, at King. So yeah. all of you guys kind of knew each other. 
It was, but then you didn't really see each other, right? Because it's much larger. Maybe you had each other in class, maybe you didn't. Mm-hmm. That was also a, another positive that you are, you weren't just with your King school friends. I'm not sure uh, how much of a role you played in saying, I want to apply to Kamehameha or whatever when you were younger, but well, right. what interested right. you about, you know, attending that, that you would apply? It wasn't my choice. Mom said, okay, we're going to try out. Okay, sure. For those of us who, who aren't 13 years, I know we tried K and seven. You know, if you're a Hawaiian child, your parents want to uh, try. It's like, if it happens, it happens. Terrific, you know? So, but when the acceptance came, we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> what year did you enter Kamehameha? I entered our freshman year. What was your first impression of Kamehameha when you entered as a student? The first thing that really that hit me is I was excited because I knew we were all Hawaiian. Whether you got your blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever, you know, um, you know, Chinese, Japanese, whatever, it, that, you don't, in high school, you don't see that all the different stuff that you learn when you're older. I just knew we were all Hawaiian, you know, grateful, of course, to be there. And then also my parents and, you know, their, their siblings, you know, everybody went to Kamehameha. So that was my first thing. And then just the, the size of the campus, I guess. Like, okay, this is for real, you know? A lot to take in. <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay, this is new school. Just trying to get everything lined up. Okay, having to get to class on time was always like, I was always like worried. Oh my God, am I going to be late? Am I going to get, you know, a slip or whatever? I never did, but I was just always concerned about being on time. Especially when you have to go between upper and lower campus. Only seven minutes, right? In between classes. Crazy. Luckily, I didn't have those kinds of classes. When we were freshman, sophomore, all my classes were at Paki or Kiowa. A couple at Bishop Hall and stuff. How do you think your classmates would remember you? I would probably say nice, probably smart, quiet, I guess. That's all I did was study and go home <laughs> or watch my brother's sporting events. That was my life. That your was... brothers attended Kamehameha too? No, um, my younger brother, he went to university lab. Did you participate in any extracurricular activities? No. Senior prom, I went with Craig. With Craig. Yeah. Such a gentleman. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Very awesome times. I mean, you have to take advantage of everything that school has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of mementos have you kept from high school? Of course, I have my yearbooks over there. I think my mom still has, I had like a little shoebox glasses with, I think one, I think our senior one was the one with black paint print. And then the red was from our junior prom. No matter where I moved, it went in the little shoebox. And then, yeah, so. Uh, very nice. All right. If, if you could have one of your former teachers be the teacher of one of your nieces or nephews, which would that be and why? Oh my goodness, Miss Powers, because she was a no mess, no fuss kind of a teacher. She didn't play games, right? She didn't have time for shenanigans. She's like, this is our lesson, pay attention. Otherwise there's the door, you know what to do. And she didn't, she didn't mess around. She was pretty hard stuff, Yeah. but good, but good and quality, quality. She taught on that campus for, what, 50 years or something? She was my dad's teacher. Really? Yes. 
Yes, my mom and dad graduated in 69. Yes, my parents took her to our 30th high school reunion. They took her because it was their 50th. People got to see her. She was an amazing teacher. Um, Lloyd Singh says, sends his aloha. And um, uh, Miley Munden sends her aloha. Oh my gosh, Miley's as, my girl. <laughs> as does Alika Ferreira. Alika's my cousin. Hi, Alika. <laughs> wait, 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 what? I know, right? I know. We found that out in high school. One day we're our huge family Ohana reunions. We're related on my mom's side. And from then on, you know, it's like, what's up, cuz? How's it, cuz? Like, that yeah. is so cool. All of these connections. Wonderful. I know. If you could have lunch with one of your classmates who you didn't know too well, who would you choose to and why? Okay, so you're going to totally trip at this answer. And, and I thought, I'd say, hmm. and you know, it came real quick. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It came real quick. And I actually said, David Matson. You want to know why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to give you that zinger. And you know yeah. why? Because okay. I. I didn't know you. I didn't know you in school. Okay, let me let me back up. I knew who you were. Of mm -hmm. course, we all knew who you were, Mr. Matson. <laughs> we all knew David Matson, and we, you know, we 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 heard, you know, some little stories, little like activities we heard about them. So, yeah, when I thought about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, David Matson. I would have wanted to know who he was. Our friend circles didn't overlap, so I thought about it, I'm like. Oh my gosh, David Matson, that was an easy one. Okay, it's a deal. I'll have lunch <gasps> with you on, on one condition, uh, on one condition that, that you take me to Blossom's Cafe. Oh my gosh, she would be so happy to have you. Oh my God, and she would make you the, the best bento in the world. Oh my she makes like little ume noses on her musubi. I'm like, Mas, you gotta stop it because you know, when I show up at a party and you're not there, they want they want your musubi. I'm like, oh my god, you guys, she is not here. Y'all need to get over it. She's not here. You need to eat what I made. <laughs> but she would love to have you. Oh my gosh. Oh, she would give you the meanest bento. The meanest oh, bento. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you for the lunch that we're going to have together, too. We're going to. <laughs> I better call Blossom. <laughs> when you're young, you've so many choices to make. Many follow the crowd, while others, like Joby, found what was right for her and traveled that path and found her place. Uh, what are some of the misconceptions that you had about what life was going to be like after you graduated. Like after graduating, I just figured I'd go to college, right? Just like kind of robot style though. I was you're smart because you're smart. That's right. But, but no, just robot. Like just, okay, that's the next thing you're supposed to do. Did I have a desire? You know, I, I know a lot of kids like, I want to do this, 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 you know, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to own this. Nope, I didn't think that. I, I was just like, oh, okay, I guess the next the next step is going to college, I guess, you know. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Templated out, but you weren't sure like what uh you know where where no. you wanted to end up. No, David, nothing. No, I, I I couldn't even see past the I think the just the whole graduating from high school was enough for me at that point. It was I was good at that point, but, um, you know, wasn't really up to me. You're going to college, <laughs> whether you want to or not, you are going, you're going. I was like, all right. 
yes sir you know so yeah yeah um but you go to school uh, i went to utah i was in provo i was at brigham young mm -hmm. i was blown away by the the library at byu i thought our midkip was the creme de la creme right mm -hmm. and then and then when I got there, I'm like, okay, seven floors, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And that was one library. I'm like, okay. So that's pretty much, uh, I guess, all the books in, uh, you know, within a hundred mile radius or it's kind of focused right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's right. a lot of books. You know what? A beautiful, absolutely stunning campus, huge. Mm -hmm. So when you fly into Utah, you fly into SLC, you fly into Salt Lake City Airport and then Provo is uh, south of it. Okay you know and then during the summer we'd go on road trips you know uh, we'd drive up to wyoming or to montana we you know do that kind of stuff drive down to arizona so we'd be able to go on road trips um just everyone piled in a car you know one of my girlfriends her family had you know a mountain home in wyoming so that kind of stuff that kind of accessibility and then and then of course majority of my friends were all holy we were all the same. We're all young girls, right? Not really different, except I was brown. That's the only real difference. Mm -hmm. But side is the same. Yeah, and, and you you realize those kinds of things, yeah. You do, and you know, and I guess now as I'm older, I can look back and I see. But in the moment, I I never really saw any of that kind of race stuff. I just never did. So today, it's a lot more you're this, you're that, you're, you know, this or that. Like, no, we're just all, everybody's, you human, you human now? <laughs> you human? Yeah. You in person, yeah, you know, same, same Last I checked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're <I> mean, same <laughs> Walking in the snow, David, you're in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I know you know what this is all about, but it was not for me. I'm like, why am I here? It wasn't for me, it wasn't for me. Um, as many parents do in Hawaii, they want their child to go away, right? And to experience a little more than just our, our island, right? They sure. want to at least see it. If that's not for you, you know where home is, right? You come back, right? Sure. Uh, and so I went, yep. So it wasn't for you. So did you end up home after the four years at um, in Utah? Um, actually, I was only there for a year and a half. And then I said, this is really not for me. Yeah. And my mom and dad, they were like, are you sure? I'm like, it's not, it's not. So I went home mm -hmm. and then they, they thought I was just going to go to UH and then, but nope, I went right into working, right? As a young person, 19 at the time, I guess I was around. If you're not going to be in school, guess what you need to do? <laughs> you better, you better buckle down and get yourself a job, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. So what did you do? What was your first job? Um, I went to work at Bank of Honolulu uh -huh. and I started off as like a operator slash receptionist slash state deposit box slash American Express travelers checks when those were around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for, for small banks, so you you were kind of multi yes. multi useful for all yes. those. Yeah. Then it was a good foundation. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, I got to interact with folks and stuff. And of course, my folks were still saying, uh, I think you need to I think you need to go to school, you know, and stuff. But I'm like, okay. So I dabbled in a little courses and stuff, but it just wasn't for me. It just yeah. 
and then I just went full blown working. Yeah. That's actually what happened. And then oh, terrific. So how long were you there? Maybe 10 years I was there, you know, and then I went to another bank in, in downtown Honolulu, which doesn't exist either anymore. Oh, wow. What was it called? So Citibank. So what Citibank am I? Still exists, doesn't it? Um, CITI exists on the mainland here, yes. but in Honolulu, it was CITY uh, oh, Bank. Okay. Yeah, but they were absorbed by um, Central Pacific. Oh, by okay. um, Citibank absorbed ISL, I believe, International Savings. And then I, I started working at Central Pacific Bank and just kept, you know, growing and trying things and learning new things and stuff. And I kind of like Central Pacific Bank. I love Central Pacific Bank. It's still our bank. Was it yeah. Central Pacific Bank the one that was started by uh, members of the 442nd or yes. by like, Japanese or something? My like that? yes. I, I yes. love yes. that story. Yeah. yeah, my grandpa's 442nd, so I can, can, yeah, I can appreciate all of that. Yeah. Oh, on yeah. Your, wait, on your mom's side, because your yeah. dad's so yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the Hattori oh. side. When you carry that Japanese surname, yeah. Boom, you're going. Uh, my grandpa and all of his brothers went. So all 442nd? Yep. Wow. In Italy. Yeah. Oh, tradition. What a very close. It is. You know, when Travis found out, oh, he was just so tickled, you know, because he's military family and he himself, you know, as well in the army. And yeah. So, wow. you know, there's a guy who lived a little up on our street. He was part of that Texas infantry oh. division. Which, which included the Lost Battalion as, as part of part of their regiment. I think that's pretty amazing. Have you, you talked story with him? I yeah, mean, like, right. wow. so yeah, I mean, so he's since passed away, but okay. um, you know, we, yeah. we spent time talking to him and getting his story and, and all of that. I mean, so he was very familiar with that and a lot of great stories about the 442nd and the connection to that Texas regiment. Right, that's that whole go for broke um, mantra. Yeah, my grandfather never talked about a lot of this, this stuff, and, I, and I'm for valid reasons, I'm sure. He's like, yeah, he would kind of downplay it, you know, but some of the old photos that my mom had found, oh, it's just like, you could tell the photos that were taken after the war, because the, the different dress that they had on, right, in their uniforms, and yeah. it's pretty boss stuff. Yeah, you're like, okay, okay. What's something that you learned about yourself after high school? You know, um, I think to take chances, to do things that probably weren't necessarily in your character or you're expected to do or be character. Sure. You start to do other things that maybe you didn't do in high school or people would have thought that, no, you would have never done something like that. But shoot, simple as something like, like drinking. I would have never, I would have never done stuff like that. But like I told you earlier, my lava flow, that was a great drink. So we're getting beers, <laughs> let me tell you. Something simple like that, or going just going out to a club or something, you know? Just, could I have seen myself doing that when I was in high school? No. Pretty much, again, robot. Yes, mom and dad. You know, I, I did. I was that, that child. Like, okay, you do this, you do this, and you, you just do good things. And that's what I did. What's something that hasn't changed about you since high school? I think the same is just, just thinking positive. I think a lot of it is a foundation from home, from mom. If something isn't going too well, that's okay. It'll pass. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be bad the whole time. Might, might, might. But 
it's gonna, you know, bum by it'll get better. It'll get better. And then from that, then you grow on that. It, it's gonna be okay. You know, it's like it's not as bad as you think it is. It could be real worse. Mm-hmm. We could be in some third world or something. Sure. You know, but we're really lucky where we are. We're so lucky to be in America. We my goodness, you know, we're so fortunate. You so know, much to so, be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. So just and you know what? We're Hawaiian. That just gives us so much resilience. It so really does. Proud of. That's so right. much to be proud of. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud I'm Hawaiian. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How you feel about turning 50? Yep. <laughs> Elua. Yep. Coming in hot. Yeah. Oh, right. Been anticipating it for a decade now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know. That, that's, that's what Travis says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not everybody gets to do that. So, that's right. Uh, better you know what just celebrate it man that's right if we're breathing at 50 that's something that we should be thankful huge for huge accomplishment that's yeah. right so you're meeting up with friends and you got to get your drinks and you order what back in the day when i i was at the bar and ordering my drinks it would either be a guinness or it'd be a lava flow those were my my go-to but nowadays I will take a water and a Pellegrino. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What would Travis drink? What would he order? Um, it'd probably be the same, like water and um, Pellegrino as well. Um, Good for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Live and healthy. How do you take your coffee? I don't drink coffee. I never have. I never. Uh, we didn't. We didn't have coffee growing up in our household. So you don't drink coffee. What do you drink in place of coffee? Water or herbal tea. What kind of herbal tea? Cinnamon apple. Cinnamon <laughs> apple. It's like a holiday in a cup every single day. It is <laughs> awesome. And I, it, unfortunately, though, I have like five bags a day. It's just like, as soon as I finish my first cup, boom, I'm getting my next one, so my, my next bag. And I, our tea kettle, my... And then I can just just drink it. It's so honest. It's so good. But yeah, kind of scary though. I was like, I think I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't need caffeine. Can you imagine me on caffeine, David? Uh-uh. I, I, I don't need I, it. I, I assume that you were constantly on caffeine, as as uh, you know, energetic as as you are. You know, uh, no, no. Um, we drank soda and stuff when we were little, but. Not really. My dad would get mad at us if we had soda around. So it was always juice. Wine, sun, water. Drink water. You guys got to drink water. Oh, yeah. So that keeps you in good health. You know, you like to think so. You you want to, you're getting all this good advice from your parents. You're like, okay, this thing better be working. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so how does Travis take his coffee? He stopped drinking coffee about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, which was, yeah, he totally um, just went kind of like cold turkey one day. He just like, and he used to be a coffee fiend, like he was king coffee, you know, but (laughs) kind of, yeah, went cold turkey and just went um, tea, herbal tea, but you got to do herbal tea. Cinnamon apple herbal tea? No, he thinks it's, I think he thinks it's a little bit too fruity or too foo-foo for him. He wants the spice, you know, he wants more of the, I guess, more manly kind tea, herbal, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want something that has this cute little bear on the box. He's not down with that. So do you have a health routine? 
like an exercise or a diet thing you guys tried to eat this and not that or something um we kind of stopped eating eggs for a little bit and then tried to go more i guess more veggie the more veggie route and just to eat a little better do do a little better every every day you know get in an apple get drink the lemon water you know we've been trying to really get on that regimen and um be a little more okay maybe we shouldn't go to in and out three times a week maybe one five maybe one <laughs> maybe once every couple of weeks or something but yeah we're all turning 50 this year yay Uber has it you know you know so we're like you know what Let's try to kind of let, let's let's rein it in. Let's let's bring it in. You know, <laughs> yes, we love partying every day, but yeah. So we've just you know baby steps, little by little, and we love walking. I love walking. I've always loved walking. You know, just not not at a marathon kind of a speed or a race. Nope, just uh, just to get the the now pumping and you know the blood flowing and and enjoying outside a little bit but walking for sure i love that and then stretching i love stretching yeah. oh stretching is good as soon as i wake up that's what i'm i'm doing as soon as I, I'm, I'm doing my stretches and that kind of stuff i'm like so yeah i talk philosophy of life with joby about the good things in life about being grateful and about winning was there an important life lesson that you learned that happened that kind of changed the course of things for you in your life? You know, honestly, it was my, um, my returning um, from, from the mainland and going back to going back to Hawaii. Uh -huh. um, and then getting on, you know, and and it, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. I didn't, I think, you know, I was fortunate enough to come to where I am today to have all those, the stepping stones that I went through um, over, throughout my career um, and meeting different people, making extremely good friends along the way. Um, but I, I know my life would have been different if I had stayed, most likely I would have, probably been with someone from Utah. Yikes. Um, you know, so um, it, it, it all it all happened the way it was supposed to um, happen, you know, um, so blessed to have, you know, what what, you know, what I'm doing today and the experience I've had. And so, yeah. so it sounds like your your time in Utah was a learning experience. It was. But it uh, was. what are some of the upsides? that that you experienced living in the mainland i got to see snow i got to see snow um you know and yes the walking through i i had a beautiful i had a beautiful coat that i did enjoy wearing i had beautiful snow boots that uh -huh. very positive and then i got to meet really nice people how would you describe a fulfilled life a fulfilled life is definitely having my my relationship with my my parents has always been has always been really high up there just because they they brought me into this world everything to me started from them the fact that they're still here just is you know it's, i mean there's so many blessings oh my gosh i feel like that's all i'm saying but mm -hmm. we could see my spin or them and me to have that that strong family foundation and what it means all of that is really important to me 
And then if you are fortunate to have a wonderful partner, then I think that's pretty, then you win, then you win. When you're gone, what do you want to be remembered for? That I had a good heart and that I, I gave freely. Yeah, so, you know, we're all so fortunate. Oh my gosh. What's a, your philosophy that you live by? Every day that we all are given, every day you go to sleep, every day you wake up, just be grateful that you had another day to open your eyes. Whether you're feeling a little sick or you had surgery or whatever, if you can open your eyes that next day and the next day, every day that you're given, you got to just be so grateful for because like that could be poem. Everything is going to be okay and it's going to work itself out. It may not be your plan, may not be what you had desired, but it'll be okay. Can we go and grab Travis? Yes, in a momento. No, he's, he's waiting. So, so what, what was the uh, little bit of excitement a little while ago? Oh, we're doing some landscaping in the back. Um, oh, man, we have to like dig up the whole backyard because we got gophers. So you got to put like a gopher fence, you know, chicken wire. You got to put chicken wire down and all that stuff. So we pretty much have to do the whole thing. <laughs> Interesting. It is like cat it's like caddy shack up in here. Yeah, lots of gophers. <laughs> so, so the Bay Area has gopher a gopher problem, then, huh? Yes. Full on. All over the Bay Area, gopher problems. Yeah. And we got all of the gophers in our backyard, all of them. So. <laughs> all. It's Wild Kingdom over here too. It's Wild Kingdom. Man. We always joke that it's National Geographic every day. <laughs> every animal except for like crocodiles, alligators. Yeah, that's right. None of those. And bears. Hey, Travis, she, she told me about Blossoms Okazuya or Blossoms Cafe. Hey, man, the best Japanese food around, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you have lined up? Like wh whenever you land, oh. it's like, wow, yeah. this is what I want. So, garlic chicken, potato salad, musubi with ume inside. Done right there. Yeah, right there. And then, oh, and then as a bonus, she'll make like spam musubi and then she'll make the kind of like inari sushi, cone sushi. Roger. Roger. That is like the boom right there. Roger. When she comes up to stay with us, come home from work, chicken katsu's ready on the She had the andagi oh, going on the. She made her own katsu sauce, bro. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. oh, man. No, it's no joke, bro. It's no joke. <laughs> it's no joke. It's magic right there. Oh, magic stuff, bro. Magic. <laughs> And she knows all of his favorite stuff, you know, and then we come home, all the laundry is full, and we're like, oh, mom, amazing. relax, mom, yeah, relax. Yeah. She's like, no, I can't just sit around. And she over there, she, you know, walking the stuff, she making the musubi with her hands. She's like, oh, it's just ready. The musubi is ready. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Stay as long as you want. Please don't go. Please don't go home. Don't ever go back to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, so the benefits um, yeah, yeah. abound for definitely for yeah please when she comes and visits us she makes travis this this whole little um this whole like tray of all spam musubi and he holds it and he takes a picture and he's so happy i was like oh and she said my son-in-law he's spoiled yeah he's spoiled i said he's so spoiled oh my, not not spoiled but s-p-o-y-o -O, spoiled <laughs> spoiled even better than spoiled that's right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so.
<laughs> oh man, I love that. And and I'm so fortunate because I, I got to meet with a classmate today. Somebody's been busy. Oh. I know, I've been busy. That, that's why I had to wolf down that pizza because I've been in meeting after meeting after meeting. <laughs> right. I saw your your stuff. You said, Oh, I soon wolf down my pub. Like, oh my god, he's cracking a wolf down. Like, see, those are kind of words I appreciate because <laughs> you know. It, it keeps me grounded, wolf. I'm like, yes, I'm there with you. I'm gonna throw another one at you. This is Cherry David. Cherry. Oh, oh, oh Cherry oh, Cause. Cherry yeah, Cause. Righteous. Righteous, bro. Choice. Cherry Cause. Choice. Cherry. People our age, when you say cherry, they don't know exactly what you mean. You know, what you know mean? it's a positive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cherry, cherry Cause. Cherry. <laughs> Good talking to you guys. Really nice awesome. to you, man. Thank you again for this. Right on, right on. Mahalo, bro. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Primetime 89. I'd like to thank our guest, Joby Tom, for taking the time to talk story with us. I'd also like to thank everyone who helped put this together. Jamie Barboza and Nicole Yoshimitsu, Wendy Brown, and Kaylee Aquaro. And a special thank you to Dwayne Andres for the music and Elizabeth Matson with production and editing. I'm your host, David Matson. Be sure to follow us and subscribe to get the latest updates and news on upcoming episodes. And join us again with another classmate on Primetime 89.